Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you tips, tools, and resources to help you discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, holistic health and mindfulness coach, Amanda Bickham. Thank you, and welcome to the show. All right, Facebook community, it is Transformation Tuesday, and I'm excited to bring you a new Transformation Tuesday series. So generally, every Tuesday I come on and I interview someone who I'm inspired by or who has a really powerful transformation story. And a couple Tuesdays ago, I was able to interview an amazing coach and dear friend of mine, David Hiley, and we decided to create this series designed for you, most of our men viewers here in mind, which is all about creating clarity to discover your purpose and step into your power. So I'm going to add David on. Yay, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yay. No technology issues. I know I had some mild anxiety over just fumbling into this broadcast with no grace whatsoever, but somehow it's worked for us, right? It's worked. It's worked. The divine is aligned with what we have to share today. Wonderful. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Wonderful. Are you in the backyard of sunny San Diego, wherever you are? Yes, I am in the back. It's not sunny today. No. I resent I resent San Diego for not presenting me with sunny skies, but oh come on, I'll, I'll put up with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I didn't move six thousand miles to have like cloud. Every I'll, once in a while, I'll put up with it, Amanda. It, it's the time to go internal. It's like the perfect time to like read a book, get a cup of tea, and just enjoy yourself, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I talk? That's my impression, anyway. Okay, cool. Well, I just wanted to welcome everyone. So all of you who are joining us today, my name is Amanda Bickham. I am a holistic nutritionist and coach. This is David Hiley. He is also an amazing coach. We did an interview a couple Transformation Tuesdays ago, and we really talked about stepping deeper into finding clarity and purpose and passion and power. And we had a really amazing conversation. And David is one of those people that when I get on the phone with him, we can just dive really deep into some amazing topics. And as we're both coaches, we like to talk about some of the changes and things and themes that we see our clients going to. And so because so many of you wrote into me and showed that you were enjoying a lot of what we were sharing, we decided to do a Facebook Live Transformation Tuesdays, where every Tuesday at 2 p.m., David and I are going to get on and the series that we're bringing to you is all about creating clarity. We've realized that in a lot of themes, as far as what our clients are coming to us with is having a lack of clarity around where it is that they're wanting to go and how to get there. And as coaches, it's up to us to help them create clarity and get tools to help them get to the place that ultimately we know and they know that they're capable of getting to. Yeah. So with that being said, David, why don't you lead us into the crucial components of foundation and how that's so important in creating clarity? And by the way, anyone who's joining, this is a live conversation. So we want your feedback. We want your comments. If you have questions, like 
write them down below. I see that Tracy's joining, Lynn's joining, Paul's on air. Anyone who's here, drop a comment, ask questions. David and I really want to make this an interactive thing because it is Facebook Live and we want to engage you as much as possible. So go ahead, David, take it away. It sound, no, it sounds great. Yeah, you're right, Amanda. Clarity is what's lacking in most people's lives when they come to coaching. I think that feeling of overwhelmed, and not just when people come to coaching, anyone, all of us, if you are not clear on who you are and what you want, or maybe you should flip that. If you're not clear on who, what you want, it's probably because you're not sure who you really are. It sounds a little trite, but unless you really understand what motivates you and what makes you excited, and we're all brought up to somewhat ignore those things, we're all brought up to inherit our parents' values and blueprints or society's values and blueprints. And at some point in our lives, we may suddenly realize we're climbing at the very top of the wrong ladder or we're in the wrong place in life and we're unhappy. The first thing to do is revisit who you are, what motivates you, and then figure out where you want to go and then figure out how you're going to get there. So we, Amanda and I had a wonderful conversation a few weeks ago about our own motivations, about how as coaches we help people come to realizations and how simply we could relate that through conversation with on a Facebook Live session like this. One thing as coaches we encourage clients to do is to segment their lives in a way that makes sense to them and allows them to think more focused way about how they could see their lives. So an example might be physical health is an aspect that you can talk about in isolation. And although, of course, that's going to be affected by all the other parts of your life, talking about it in isolation allows us to really dig deep into it and see it on its own and in its own merits. Your family relationships, your romantic relationships, your friendships, your social activities, your hobbies, your physical environment where you live, your profession, of course, all of these things are things that we can talk about in isolation. Spiritual life or acts of service or other ones that people see as important. Uh, once you've come to that, those conclusions, we can have really meaningful conversations in just those areas alone. And the way they interact with the other parts of your life will, of course, float to the surface as well. So your finances and your job are, of course, very much tied together. Your performance at work may be affected by something negative going on in another part of your life. So that's one way that we can help people come to realizations about what they want. Another way is to do some sort of assessment of values. For, to have conversations that allow people to understand what it is that really makes them happy, what really motivates them. In my case, one of them was sunshine. And I ignored that for a very long time because, I don't know, it just seems so silly. It just seems such a stupid thing. When everyone else in my life is chasing money and in the southeast of England, when I was being brought up, it was normal to borrow for a car and borrow to buy a couch and borrow to buy a TV and do a job that you hate to pay for the stuff that you bought to impress the people you don't like. I mean, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? But so to indulge something as stupid as sunshine seemed ridiculous to me or to admit to myself, I could move to a place where it was sunny all the time and I wouldn't feel miserable six months of the year. That was such a big shift for me. So I worked with a coach. And when I said one of the things that makes me happy is sunshine, she said, well, why do you live where you live? I didn't have an answer. I really did not have an answer. It was that tiny crack in the door I needed to think I could live somewhere else in the world. And yeah, there's a, you know, over the next few months talking to her, I challenged her, I'm sure, by saying, yeah, but what about this? And what about money? And what about a visa? And what about that? Well, that's all bullshit. 
it's completely achievable. If you're watching this, then you probably live in the Western world. And if you live in the Western world, you probably have choices. It's yeah. just making the choice to drive a shitty car for two years and save money to go and be a student in China or whatever you, you know, whatever floats your boat. And I know that sounds overly simplistic, but generally, honestly, it is that simple. It's just making some different choices and thinking in different ways. So really figuring out that what makes you tick. And there are lots of different exercises you can do. But honestly, if you just got a piece of paper and wrote down what makes you happy in a way you've never done before and fill it, make it 100 or 200 words and phrases or pictures and started to see that there are some really important connections there. If you combine those values, if you boil those down to nine or 10 different words and you combine that with these different segments of your life and ask yourself, how fully am I living those values in this segment? you're going to get some surprising answers that will tell you why you feel uncomfortable or painful. And then if you said, what would life look like if I lived this segment to the full with each of these values? Then you can create some sort of wonderful vision for yourself, which is not just a dream. It's a really meaningful blueprint for where you should be in life. Then you've got direction. Then we create actions and then you move forward. And you know which way forward is as well, most importantly. It's a long ramble. Thank you for listening. No, I love that. I just want to get some active engagement because one of the reasons why I love Facebook Live, I like to pause a lot and kind of ask the audience because you guys are here, you guys are watching, we want you to be a part of this. Christopher, he already started. I don't know, David, can you see the comments on your end or no? I cannot. Okay, Okay, so I'll I'll be, um, go ahead and I'll kind of read some of the comments. First of all, I want to give shout outs to all the people who I can see who are watching right now. So we have Tracy. Hello. She's all the way from Hawaii. We have Lynn who's on the phone. We also have Christopher. So Christopher said guitars and he has a winky face. Guitars is something I know that you can relate to as far as something that makes you happy, David. Those of you who don't know, David was a, a musician. That was what he did before he transitioned into coaching. So Yes, even something like guitars can be something that brings you, it seems so small and so simple, but the small things, it's it's the micro changes that make the macro, right? So like really getting clear on even the smallest things like sunshine and guitars. Dan, I see you've just tuned in and Paul, you've just tuned in. So if you guys are watching and you're here, I invite you to leave in the comments some of the things that make you happy, right? Like writing down whatever comes to mind and we can even create this right now. One of the things that I know and that I've seen both for myself and for my clients is the true power that comes when we take what's up here and we put it out here and not just verbally, although that's strong in and of itself, but also when it comes to writing it down, whether it's writing it down in our journal, that's very powerful. And also writing it down on this live platform where other people who are tuning into this conversation, like Dan, Dan just says, Hey, David. Hey, Tribe. Hey, Gorgeous. All of these people are helping you. We're all a collective consciousness. So they're helping you see these things, hear these things, and believe it or not, help you to bring these things into more of a manifestation so that you can begin to create the clarity and live the life that you want that's driven with purpose. Mm. Lynn says being in the mountains is one of the things that makes her happy. And that's the Mm. thing too, David, you mentioned location. Like Location is huge for me as well. I'm a warm person. I'm not a cold person. And truthfully, when I'm in the cold, I'm miserable. And it's something that seems so small, but it makes a really big difference in how you show up in the world. And the great thing about living in the West 
as you mentioned, David, we can all have all the excuse in the world about why we can't achieve something, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a move or, or an adventure, but they're all just limiting beliefs. They're all just limiting beliefs. If we live in the West and you're watching this online right now on Facebook, you have so many tools and so many opportunities. It's not a matter of can it happen? It's a matter of are you willing to open yourself up to allow it to happen with you? Yeah. And Tracy says that she really likes gardening. Gardening is something, you know, Dan says exploring new things. Absolutely. Paul says, hi, Amanda, exercise, whatever kayaking or whitewater kayaking, being an active dad, seeing my daughter smile. All of these things are incredibly important. Yeah, absolutely agreed. And I would ask, I would encourage you to write these things down. As Amanda said, while it's a thought in your head, it tends to get tangled up with all the other thoughts in your head. As soon as you write it down or verbalize it, it's in the real world. It's never been there before. You created this thing and suddenly it exists in reality. And that's the first step into actually changing your life. It makes it tangible. You've shared it. And whatever your worldview, whether you believe in the universe and manifestation, or you just deeply rooted in practicality and worldliness, it doesn't matter. That's a fact. If it's in your head, it's just stuck in your head. And it's, it's not an action. Until action is taken, then no change has really been made. Yeah. So write it down. I would encourage you to think of two things. What gives you some form of positive emotion? It doesn't have to be happiness. It's just something positive, whatever that means to you. So that could be a sense of fulfillment or accomplishment of whatever you really want it to. The second thing is to look at what you've written down. Maybe you'll pour out 20 or 30 things. People gave us great examples. And just ask, what does that give you? So to the guy with the guitars, what does it give you? Is it the vibration of the instrument against you? Is it the look of it? Is it the shininess of the wood? Is it the creative act? Is it making music? Is it internal peace? I'm sure it gives you a lot of things, and they're all very relevant. What does kayaking in a beautiful place give you? What does sunshine and warmth give you? They're all things that collectively are an experience, but if you break it down, there's a lot of other things in there that are very important information, and maybe you could use that information to start creating a life right now, today, that will make you feel better, that will make you feel wonderful. Absolutely. Tracy says she likes that. And uh, I do apologize, Paul. I can, for some reason, Facebook is having a weird glitch where whenever I click see more, it won't actually let me see the full length of your text. So if you guys are watching, try to type like two lines, and then hit enter and then two lines again. I don't know why it was doing this earlier today as well. But yeah, something that came up for us last night, I was hosting a, a we host a monthly men's circle here in Santa Cruz. And this topic of clarity came up a lot around, David, you mentioned it at the beginning of our session here was that we've been conditioned to like or to feel like we need to fall in alignment with things that might not be our truth, that we've been conditioned to climb the ladder. And it might not even have been the ladder that we wanted to get on. Maybe we wanted to climb the rope or maybe we wanted to go to the mountain, but we were never really given that choice. And so... Last night, we talked a lot about this, about this whole experience of how do I even like, of course, finding these things that I love and that I like and writing them down. And then also like removing yourself a little bit from society in whatever way, shape or form, because sometimes you might think you like something, but you're just liking it because everybody else is kind of doing it. 
Whereas when you go travel or when you go to the mountains or you go to nature by yourself or you even just spend some time each and every day spending time with yourself to ask yourself these questions or to sit in meditation or mindful reflection, it's those moments when you're alone that you can really dive deeper and move beyond some of the conditionings that we've had and feel Mm. okay in that, right? Because I think that there's Mm. a lot of shame around if you're not doing X, Y, or Z to accumulate the success that you've been told or we've been told that we need, there can be a lot of shame in that. And that shame can often create these blockages that prevent us from fully stepping into really aligning with our authentic truth and even the small things like you mentioned that really make a big difference. Yeah, agreed. And while you're speaking, it it reminded me that, that we are very unique. Our time is unique. A hundred years ago or 200 years ago, we lived in a way where we had so much more space and less external influence. Now we have people spending billions of dollars to influence influence us all the time. We're being told we have to buy this, do that. It's this constant barrage of information and almost a hundred times more important, I think, that we do take that time out to figure out who we really are. This constant influence from our families and friends and from advertisers and from industry and from the wonderful material things we see that we think we want because they're going to make us happy. To step away from that, to really think about what is it that makes us happy, to deliberately discard a different way, but to step away from the way we live right now and just have some, give some conscious thought to who want to think is incredibly valuable. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that this makes me think about is when it comes to creating clarity, I really feel that when you take time to step away and to write these things down, like David suggested, it's a lot of people sometimes will ask, like, I don't even remember the last time that I felt ignited. I don't even remember the last time that I felt Mm. truly aligned or impassioned. And I invite you to think about maybe it was when you were a child. Maybe for some people, it goes that far back. And it's, it's just really kind of almost even invoking these childlike experiences of like, what was it? Was it being outside in nature? Was it me playing with my friends? Was it me not having so much stress of the community around or whatever it is? It could be something so small, but yet it makes a big impact on how you are as an adult today and what you feel in this adult as well. Yeah, great point. When I work with clients on this, I must admit, firstly, a lot of them find it a little trivial they find it difficult to actually take it seriously. And you know that's because they've been conditioned, preconditioned, as you said, and maybe true happiness is not something that they're giving themselves to have coaching. So you know they're looking for something. It's just allowing them to feel good about the fact they're going to do something as playful as write a bunch of stuff down on a massive piece of paper, probably for the first time in their adult life. The questions I ask them, like you said, when was the last time you felt truly wonderful, truly fulfilled. But you could also say, well, why don't you spend this week, and the only thing I want you to do this week for me is be aware of when you feel good and when you feel bad and write it down. Travel through your week with an awareness of what's making you feel great and what's making you feel bad. And if it makes you feel bad, is it the absence of something that makes you feel good or is it the opposite of something that makes you feel good? There's information in that too. Another thing you could do is think about the future. When you think about the future, what makes you feel great? What would be a great future for you? And what makes you feel bad or sad? And do the same exercise. So there you've got 
present, past and future ways of gaining information about yourself that you can then write about and have this wonderful visual collection that represents you in some way that you can then boil down and find real clarity through. Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me of something that came up last night in the men's circle, which was how the masculine, like the, the typical masculine energy is very logic. It's very cerebral, right? It's all mm. about thinking through things, making logic, making sense of it. And sometimes when we stay, although that is an incredibly powerful place and it's gotten us very far in where we are today, but when it can mm. also, it's limiting as well. And when we stay too focused in this logical space, we can disconnect from our feelings. And truly it's our feelings. And what I was hearing you say was like, follow your feeling. Like I even invite you to it, take a whole weekend and just say, you know what? I'm only going to do things that make me feel good. I'm not going to do anything that anybody else expects me to do. Like maybe I'm supposed to go to some party or some get together and it doesn't feel good to me. I'm going to say, no, I'm just going to feel my way to my own bliss. And maybe that leads you to a random pottery class, or maybe it leads you out into the mountains, or maybe you have no idea, but really helping ourselves get out of here in this place that can literally drive us crazy and create all these borders and boundaries and blockages and move back mm. into our heart space, which is truly where our passion is. And that's where our childlike nature is that for unfortunately has gotten lost, but it doesn't mean that it can't be found. It is, however, going to be a journey of moving from the mind to the heart so that we can begin mm. to remember what it's possible to feel like without all of these changes and struggles and challenges that we've accepted to be our reality as we've moved into adulthood. And I think that that's something really important and another tool for people to begin to practice as they're finding their foundation and their clarity. Yeah, you're so right. And one thing you said that I found very interesting was the, the use of the word logic. I think while things are in your head, that logic is based on all the assumptions and habits that you've learned through your life, including maybe the blueprints your family gave you or friends gave you or whatever. What better way to challenge those assumptions than by externalizing them in some way and really finding out if they're real? Because although you, you think you're applying logic, you're just actually applying a bunch of rules that you've learned in the past that probably need challenging. We all have habits and behaviors that were possibly very useful 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 30 years ago but actually don't serve us at all anymore. And they need to be reappraised. I mean, that in itself is very logical, isn't it? Life is this project that has, we have limited time and resource. And if you're going to make the best of it, then you probably from time to time need to have a little rethink about who you are and where you're going and are you facing the right direction? I think that's huge. Having a stop and having a pause, you know, we live in a world where it is so fast, you guys, you know, you know, our parents used to say that like, oh yeah, it just gets faster. And like, it literally <laughs> does. It's literally what used to take us all day long to feed ourselves now takes us as little as five minutes, right? We can go mm. to the store and pick up like a bulletproof bar and all of a sudden we have lunch, right? Mm. So we literally are moving at hyper speed and it is so important to take time to step back, to step away from what we call in mindfulness is the monkey mind so that you can begin to actually see like what story is being told 
because ultimately you guys, you're the narrator. If there's any aspect of your life that you're not super thrilled with, whether it's your relationship or your job or your body or your energy or whatever it is, the only person who has control over that is you. And it's about getting out of the way of yourself and taking that time and creating that space so that you can see that you're writing the story. Because if you're so busy just trying to keep up with the Joneses, you're not going to be able to see the power that you have and the ability that you have to begin to change some of the patterns and habits to begin to create the life that you want, the life that's driven by purpose instead of driven by fear. I think another thing that's really important to mention is the fact that our logical mind we're dealing with our parents and our parents' parents who grew up in the Great Depression, who grew up in World mm -hmm. War II. There was a lot of scarcity there. There was a lot of fear and scarcity, not no in death and just a lot of pain. And that is no longer our story. Right now in this moment, there is so much abundance everywhere. We are more connected than we've ever been. And some can argue it's creating a disconnection, but it just depends. Like right now we're creating this online community and you guys are connecting. You're connecting to yourself. You're connecting to others. You're connecting to us. You're connecting to this understanding of consciousness and a greater expansion of it. And I think it's so important just to be aware that how we create our story today really is dependent upon some of the past conditionings that our parents and society and where it came from as well. And that we're no longer in that story today. Mm. Yeah. And I wonder if we're going to make this session as impactful as possible, we could ask those that are watching what specific actions could they take off the back of this to find that little bit of space, to externalize those thoughts and to find some clarity. So that the next time we talk, if, if they come back, we can help them make, take the next steps, what to do with that clarity. So maybe that. if people invite them to give us some comments, what can you do in the next couple of days that will really give you that space? And where yeah. would it be and how are you going to do it? You heard it. So what would you do? And those of you who are watching and who are able to comment, let us know. What can you do to create that space between you and the media and even you and yourself or you and your external environment? in order to create more clarity on who you are and what you want or what makes you happy? What are some of the things that you can do today, tomorrow, and at least by the next week, we'll be on again on Tuesday. And these are kind of like you're holding yourself accountable. So the thing that's great about having a coach is the fact that we're going to hold you accountable, right? You can't get out of it. It's like, we're going to meet you every week and be like, all right, Tracy. <laughs> so like, did you journal, right? And truth is, it's when somebody else is holding you accountable, you're more likely to do it. So even holding yourself accountable by sharing these things is going to be really important in helping you actually truly stick to what it is and making these changes. And Tracy says that she can journal. Christopher, who says that he likes the guitars, he says, go and do three things on my list that I keep putting off. Yes, that's really good. Tracy says being here in Hawaii. She just went to Hawaii for a, mm -hmm. like an extended vacation. So all those things are good. What else do you guys have for us? I like the journaling one. I really think there's so much power in journaling. Just letting your own thoughts wander on with a pen, a piece of paper. You find out so much about yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. And Chris, you said go and do three things on my list that I keep putting off. I think that's great. And I think that that's a doing action, which is great and awesome. And I think you should absolutely do those things. That's commitment, like kind of goal oriented. 
And I invite you to, after you do those three things, how can you celebrate by creating space? So maybe, I don't know where you live, Chris, let me know where you live, but maybe you can go to the beach or maybe you can go to nature or maybe you can go to a park and then take your journal or sit or do something because there's a big difference between task, goal-oriented, masculine, getting things done, and then more passive in the being and sitting and allowing that kind of space to resonate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lynn says journal down by the river by myself on what makes me happy. Awesome. Steve Jones says breathe. Yes. That's always a good one. And then (laughs) Tracy says, I always forget to do that. (laughs) Breathe. That's funny. (laughs) Tracy's gone blue. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, you know, there's, at the end of this session, uh, I know Amanda's going to talk about how you guys can connect to us. And I'm more than happy for anyone who wants to, to connect with me and have a real discussion about who they are and what they want. I'm more than happy to give my time. I think there's only one way to get people to understand the power of coaching or the power of positive change, and that is to give them that experience directly. So I'm more than happy for people to contact me and do something a bit more specific with them. But as Amanda said, I would really, really encourage people to make that space and do something specifically about connecting themselves with who they are in a way that they've never done before. It needs to be something different, or you're just going to end up living the same life as you are now. And if you're watching this, I'm guessing you want to live a different life in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Christopher ended up saying that he's going to go off to the cliffs by the sea and afterwards, after he finishes his two things, he'll go off to the cliffs by the sea and enjoy himself. Good job, Christopher. I love it. (laughs) Sounds wonderful. I'll be with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, if there's any questions that you have for both David or I right now while we're still live, I would love to open it up or if there's any musings or ponderings or anything else that you feel called to share or to name or to call out. Lynn says, I have a journal. I just need to write in it. Writing makes it real. Absolutely, Lynn. It's so true. And it's honestly just getting into that habit. Like I have fallen in and out of habits of writing and journaling. And I do notice a significant difference. I will go back to a journal that I've written a year ago or two years ago. And it is amazing how many things have turned into reality from me just writing it down. And sometimes you don't even realize how powerful you are. But when you write it down, you can remember like, oh, yeah. I remember once upon a time, this was only just a dream and then that actually happened. And so Mm -hmm. it gives you more confidence as well in your ability Mm -hmm. to create. Mm -hmm. Tracy says more of what I'm doing now. Go ahead. Take it away, David. Great. I mean, if we really want to bring some power to the people that we're connecting with right now or help them empower themselves, why don't we challenge you all to arriving with us next session with a list of 10 or so values that you've boiled down from a hundred or so jottings on a piece of paper and a list of the way you consider your life segmented, those important strands of your life as you see them. Just arrive at that session with that information to hand, not in your mind, actually on a piece of paper in front of you. So that if nothing else this week, you've really empowered yourself with an incredible amount of information about yourself. I challenge you all to arrive at the next session with that. I love that. And I think that this can be even like a creating clarity challenge because one of the things, again, we spoke at at the men's circle last night was it's great to bring awareness to something, but unless you have action that actually follows up that awareness, 
it's not going to really move you forward into the direction that you're desiring to go. And so I think that this can be a creating clarity challenge where we invite you, we will give you tools every Tuesday and we'll challenge you because we all like challenge. Come on, the ego likes a little bit of a challenge to create the game. And so, yeah, I love that, David. I love that you inspired that action. So all of you who are reading or who are watching, whether right now live with us or on the replay later, come next Tuesday, arriving at 2 p.m. with your journal. And we'll start there. We'll start there with what are some of the things that you found? And you might be surprised at some of the things that you didn't even think of. You write down 100 things, come with 10, and maybe even come with some that you didn't even think of. And that will help yeah. you create clarity. And then we can move into our next session from that place. I think both of us could reiterate the importance of taking your value series. The fact that I spent so many years doing a variety of things I didn't enjoy and then would escape, save up money to escape for a couple of weeks a year to somewhere sunny. And that sudden realization that, well, what if I had a life where I didn't have to escape? I didn't have to vacate it by taking a vacation. It was suddenly like, man, that's so stupidly simple. And why did I not embrace that so much earlier in life? Sunshine makes me feel alive and energized and awake. That makes me able to function a lot better and a lot more efficiently. It means I can earn more money in less time. I can indulge with the things that I love. I can have better relationships. I didn't take it seriously. And that was not serving me well. It's such a simple thing, sunshine. Just needed someone to give me permission to take it seriously. And you, Amanda, you've traveled the world. You've done all these amazing things. You found the things that make you tick. And inspiring other people is one of them. And here you are doing it. It's so wonderful that you listened to yourself and took yourself seriously. Yeah, and I think, thank you, David. I, I reflect that right back to you. And I think that that's a huge, a beautiful note to leave all of our beautiful community here who's joined us with is take yourself seriously. You matter. And when you put yourself first, we've lived in this conditioning that you're being selfish if you're putting yourself first. And I think that's absolutely the wrong way to look at things. Like when you serve yourself first, when you actually think about yourself, you are therefore able to give so much more to others. And when you fill yourself up, then you have this ability to continue to regenerate. And it's that, it's from that place of fullness within ourselves that we begin to help each other grow yeah. and evolve as a collective yeah. and so you matter how you feel matters what you do matters and never ever underestimate the worth of your own self and your happiness especially so yeah agreed with that being said as david mentioned you guys we've opened up some spots in, in our calendars for you guys this community right here right now to jump on a call with us at any point and just talk just talk with us about where you're at in your space. And David works with, has many different clients from all over, from New York. He just moved back from New York over to San Diego. And we're available online and on Skype sessions. And you guys can find us. Just send us a private message. You can also go to David's website or my website. It's just ournames.com. Makes it really easy. And is there anything else, David, that you want to offer before we... We get excited to see you next week on Tuesday for the <laughs> second tier of our Creating Clarity Challenge. No, uh, just, to, just take yourself seriously. Life is short. No matter what your worldview, you know that you are only conscious of this life right now. And every second that passes is gone. It will never re-arrive. 
And uh, right now, these seconds of chomping away, why not make the very best of it? Why not take an hour every day for the next five days to do some deep introspection and externalize it, talk to people about it, talk to us about it, write about it, draw pictures about it, get a big crayon and write all over your mum's wall. Don't do that last one. Don't do that. <laughs> but do some crazy, silly stuff for an hour that you wouldn't normally do that's going to teach you about yourself. And then you have a real tangible sense of direction that will enable you to prioritize, act, move, feel better, all the wonderful things we've been talking about. And Amanda and I, we've done that. We're living that life. And I know we've probably still got a long way to go to get where we want to go, but we're all on this journey together. And we'd love to help you guys. Yes. And I think that that really sums it up that the owner, like, I think, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like you relate as well, David. It's like finding your purpose and finding what makes you feel alive. Like there's no better feeling in the entire world than that. And everybody deserves to be able to feel that. And everybody deserves to be able to escape the old story and the old paradigm of you having to do something just to survive. I think that that Mm. is really what we're so passionate about is helping you Mm. find your joy and your passion and your bliss. And having gone through the worked with coaches in our past and gone through a lot of challenging journeys just to get to where we are. That's why we're so passionate about bringing this whole month long challenge for you. Colette Lynch says, I love the positivity guys. It's lifting. Thank you, Colette. It's just a a positive vibration of what you're capable of. And Tracy says, joy, ease, and comfort. And the last thing is, I definitely think you should take yourself seriously but I don't think you should take life too seriously. So make sure that you remind yourself to play and enjoy a little bit as well while you're at it. Absolutely. So yeah, connect with David, connect with me. We're here for you. We're creating this community. We want to build with you. We want to grow with you. We want to see you step into your ultimate power and live the life that you dream like we've been able to do. And uh, we hope that you connect and we'll see you on Tuesday, 2 p.m. next week for the second edition of the Creating Clarity Challenge. And remember, all of you who have been here, we challenge you to write 10 things down from your list of 100 and bring it to you next session so that we can start there and really start to build that foundation that we're talking about today. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you, David. I look forward to seeing you next week and all of you beautiful people as well. Okay, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.